He gives the healing and grace that our hearts hunger for. He uh, cares so deeply for each one of us. So we know how real it is to care. We get a glimpse of how much God cares for us. He doesn't want us to leave us the same. He doesn't want us to just continue to live in bondage, to not take care of the things that we need to, to be better, to be uh, more of a man or woman of character. Um, he doesn't want us to, to lack in any way. And that's for each one of us. And uh, as we stand here today on December 31st, 2023, um, most every one of you, uh, after we leave this place, I will not see till next year. Next year. You ever say that? Maybe next year. Ah, there's always next year. Happens a lot. Nah, maybe next year, and it turns into maybe next year, and it turns into that the year after that, maybe next year. Ever think you'll never get this year back? I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get out of waiting till next year. I'm sick of saying, man, well, hopefully, hopefully next year. So as we embark on 2024, uh, we're entering in a series called Renovation, um, which uh, to renovate that uh, comes to mind uh, um, is uh, maybe a, a housing project or a, a, a renovation of a, a bathroom or something like that. Maybe your mind you know, it goes to the television, television programs of uh, renovation pro- projects. Uh, you know, watch Fixer Upper, anybody? Yeah, a few people, right? Hometown, never really seen that one before. But yeah, that's a good one, is that right? Fixer up or no, love it or list it. That's a great name, right, for properties. Love it or list it. Those shows are all about finding properties that need renovating. Get rid of the old, broken, rotten junk and then restore it to new and useful. There's something, something about good home improvement television that turns us all into expert interior renovators and designers. Watching the best home renovation shows can easily make us think that we can gut a kitchen and start the renovation project and and have it done over the weekend. However, we have to wait on electricians and plumbers. And in most places, those things are best left for the experts. Home improvement shows 
The home renovation shows offer buckets of inspiration, ideas to spark our next projects. But in reality, it takes a lot of work and investment to get the ick out and restore to new. Any of us that have taken on a project like this uh, know that full well. The renovation project takes more effort and investment. But it's worth it. A lot of times. But there's a renovation project that takes more effort and investment. That takes... uh, It's... an everlasting renovation. It's renovation of the heart, mind, body, soul, and social life. The renovation of, of a person. My mentor and friend, Dave Hagstrom, he spent his whole life uh, doing home renovation projects and restoring new buildings from, uh, and uh, had lunch with him the other day and we were talking about his projects and then we were talking about people. And he said, huh, Renovating a house is way easier than renovation of a person. Which I responded, pesky free will. Free will. We all have it. The question becomes, are we willing to enter in the process of allowing God to renovate our hearts, minds, body, and soul, and social life? See, that's what he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to make available to us. And as he fulfilled the scriptures, he gave it to give us his word so that we can live holy and pleasing to, to God, living above sin and death, building our houses on the rock, not on shifting sand of culture. As many of us have allowed God to change us in areas and uh, man, there's uh, you know we've we've gone through the pain and the the struggle of change, and the, and then the new has come, and we're excited to see. I know that that's been uh, something that's in my own life recently, is just to, to, to seeing the change uh, in in different ways. As, but even as I see all of the change and all of those those things happening, and God doing a work. There's always another project to take on if we're willing to do some renovation. To do that renovation, it takes preparation. And so God, after the Christmas story, allowed almost 30 years to pass before uh, we read about him again in Matthew 3. And the only thing that we get from the other gospels uh, in that time period is in the uh, book of Luke and Luke 2.40, it says, The child grew and became strong and was filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. In Luke 2.41-51, it says, Then after recount, uh, this is after, this is paraphrased, after recounting the story of 12-year-old Jesus impressing adults at the temple, Luke reports some two decades. More than half of God's man's dwelling among us, and it's all summed up in this sentence. Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. In that process, 
of of when the Christmas story, and then uh, we meet we uh, meet Jesus again here in Matthew. Is he was becoming the one that makes re- renovation possible? He was he was going through uh, the 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 growing up stages of being able to communicate with people. Renovation. Communicating people that, you know, how to, uh, to, to deal with the pressures of life, to deal with the, 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 the maturation process from uh, young uh, baby to toddler to, um, to teenager to uh, a full-grown adult. Jesus went through all of that to make renovation possible. So we turn to Matthew chapter 3 as we start this new series. Uh, and God uses John the Baptist to call uh, people to prepare for the kingdom of God to be revealed. He says this, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the desert of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight paths for him. Repent. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. He's saying, if you're doing, saying, if you're doing, saying, or thinking anything outside of God's will, John the Baptist is preaching, Repent. Stop it. Stop it. If you're outside of God's will at all, stop it and turn and seek God's will. Start putting into practice God's will for the kingdom of heaven is near. See, that's the kingdom of heaven is where what God wants done is done. And it's here. What God is, what's available is the ability to do what God wants in you and through you and in your life. So, and he's, he's preaching this. See, stop it. And it's, it's, it's to prepare the way for the Lord. So he's saying, hey, make straight paths for him. Open your hearts to him so that he can do renovation. Do whatever it takes to get the ick out. Prepare your, your hearts, your minds for the Lord to come into your life and renovate. Make you new. And then how this is played out is uh, pretty it's, it's fascinating. It's interesting as we uh, meet John the Baptist. Verse 4. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. As you read that, does anybody go, uh, is, is that what it means to be renovated? <laughs> <laughs> to go find a leather belt and chase down some locusts and wild honey and start, no, not at all, right? As a, you know, we, we're, we're not we're not called to that. Some might be, but this is what we're called to. Is uh, this is this is us? This is the this is how we respond to uh, God doing using John, God using people to to challenge us to to think his kingdom. Verse 5, people went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. That's what we're called to. 
It's what it is not to do, you know, to look crazy, to, you know, to do all, but it's just to, to respond with saying, hey, God, I'm, I'm doing this and it's not of you. So I, I, I repent. I confess my sins. This is where I'm doing wrong. So I, I share it and then go and, and be baptized. Be, and baptism is to be, be made new. Right? That's the physical representation of what's going on inside of a person is baptism. When they go uh, under the water, right? it's to, to die to sin, but then to raise to new life. And so it's, 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 this is to be renovated is what a, the response is. We're, we're called to respond to the truth that makes us different. Confessing the sin. And then living out that the old is gone and the new has come. And then we see the interaction next with uh, those who already think they're all right with God. They, uh, they, they got, have all the answers. They're, they, they're in control of their lives, verse 7. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming... To where he was baptizing. So the Pharisees and Sadducees were the religious rulers of the day. They had different sects of different views, but yet they were coming together uh, here to, to witness what was happening in people's lives. And he calls them out. He says, you brood of vipers. This is, a, this is, like, this is like calling them out in a, in a way where, man, they, they think they're the people of God. But when he says, you brood of vipers, He's saying, you sons of the serpent. Who's the serpent? The devil. He says, you, you, you prude of vipers. And then he says, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? And then he gives them the warning. He's giving them the same message that he started preaching with. He's saying, repent. Who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Change. Quit, quit, produce, quit producing bad fruit. Take, take, take inventory on, on what's going on, the rotten stuff that is in your heart. You know, start producing fruit that is in, uh, um, in keeping with repentance. And then he, he gives them, this is like what the word of God does to us if we're willing to listen to it. He gives them an area in their life that they could work on. He says, and do, you, do not think you can say to yourselves, we are Abraham, we have Abraham as our father. Do not say that you are connected to God just because of your pedigree, just because you're a, you're a Pharisee or you were born into, or just because you're an Israelite. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. And he gives the warning, the axe is already at the root of the trees and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Produce good fruit. Or consequence is being separated from God forever. So he's saying prepare to produce righteousness. If you don't, there's serious consequence. Hell. We don't want to experience that. So produce good fruit. Cultivate. Prepare. Plant the seeds 
of God's word so that we produce good fruit. See, one doesn't have to, one doesn't have to settle for eternal punishment. John says, I baptize you with water for repentance. But after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. See, he's giving the answer to, to now produce fruit. Is to seek out the one that's to come, to prepare your hearts for the one that's come, that's, that's more powerful than him. He says he's, he's not even fit to untie his sandals. Not even fit to carry them. He says he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And he did to know the spirit of the living God. It's available. We should prepare our hearts for him. As he came on Christmas, and then there's this gap, and now he's being represented. And what's really great is that we have this holy scriptures then to go to, that we have the whole story. John makes it clear his winnowing fork is in his hand. His, 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 this, this separation to know truth and righteousness, to, to be able to divide that from evil. And he will clear his threshing for gathering up his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with the unquenchable fire. His, he's, he's, he's ready to, get, to, to show what's not good, what's rotten, what's, what's, what's chaff, what's worthless. And he says, hey, he's going to get rid of that. And then all the good stuff, all the stuff that produces fruit, produces wheat, that's what's going to stay. And so I mean, he, he's, that's what he's, he's, he's going to come to do, is to get the ick out and make righteousness and make his will, uh, make his will able to be fulfilled. It's, it's all John saying, hey, prepare for it. He's the one that can make one who bears bad fruit bear good fruit by baptizing with the Holy Spirit. Not necessarily, you know, it's it's mentioned here, but when we have scripture, it's it's revealed. And we're supposed to prepare for it. Have you been challenged to allow the Holy Spirit to fulfill every area of your life? See, when Jesus comes, that's what he'll ask of us. He has come. We just celebrated it. The people John the Baptist was talking to, apparently uh, were not connecting the events of 20-some years prior. But we have his story. We have history. We have the the account of it. We connect the the, the almost 30 years before chapter 3 to chapter 3 and to the future. This is why we're thankful for the inspired and fallible word of God. 
There's no reason for us to let God's active grace among us be forgotten. We go to his word and, and we, 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 we are reminded of it. That's why he reminds us of it with celebrating Christmas. He reminds us with it for celebrating Easter here in a few months. He reminds us of it every time we take communion together. And because we've, we have his written word, we can do that. All for what? All for the preparation when he separates those that follow him. By gathering up the good and getting rid of the, the ick, getting rid of the ones that don't. Both as a whole life, we look at that and that's what he's going to do with, with, with people, but also in the personal areas of life. When Jesus comes into a life, there's no room for chaff. There's no room for the worthless. John lets us know that. And then we see the confirmation of preparation. We see that, that now the preparation as we, we prepare to uh, allow uh, Jesus again to, to challenge us, to, to allow him to do a renova- renovation project in our hearts, minds, soul, bodies, and social life. We see that, 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 he, is, um, that he is needed and that he is here. Verse 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. Do you come to me? John recognizing that that, he was was prepared to just bend the knee and let, let, let Jesus do the renovation. But Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. This is proper to, 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 to do this, to show that, that he is here. And as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At the moment, heaven opened up and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love, who I am well pleased. <laughs> the confirmation of the preparation for renovation is here. It's, it's, it's God through his Holy Spirit confirms Emmanuel, God with us, confirms that Jesus is Emmanuel. And Father, Son, and Holy Spirit come together to renovate anyone who is willing to acknowledge the God in heaven, to accept Jesus, and that he went to the cross and he rose from the grave. And anyone that is willing to allow the Holy Spirit now to renovate, to lead them into all truth. The, John 16 says that he's the counselor, to allow the counselor to guide and, and, and show and teach what is right from wrong, what is true. To know the Holy Spirit that is to, to tell them what's to come and to bring glory to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so we have here presented the, the, the God of heaven is available to do a renovation project in us. And we, our job is to prepare for it. To prepare to know that God loves us so much that he takes everything that happens in life to draw us to him, the King of Kings. 
and Lord of Lords. He wants to do a renovation project in you so that you, 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 you know with the confidence that he is God. That when things happen in life that where you don't understand that you can rely on him and that then he has your heart. And that through him having your heart that he, he, he takes it and he cares for you and that you know that you are in his arms through everything. So I'd like to ask the music team to come forward. We're going to sing King of Kings. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a worship song that allows us to, to uh, again enter into his presence and connect with him. And as we do that, may we allow his spirit to come in and know that that right, evil can't exist where God's spirit is. So we allow his spirit to fill us and get the ick out and start the process of renovation. It's going to be work, friends. Not easy. But it's going to be worth it as he shows his love and grace to us. So let's stand and sing together.